Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is a party here on the Ticket Water Cooler brought to you by Culligan Water every day. And I'm, I'm going to start something fun. We're going to do it uh, every day till we catch up to the modern Huskers. We're going to take a year look, one year, or excuse me, uh, a look at the Huskers one year at a time, basically, from 1993 up until now. I think that's about when, when we, what Husker fans really just like to, to start this story. Um, uh, but I'll give you some context going into this 93 story. Uh, most of you guys already know this stuff, but Nate's here, and some of you guys don't. So some of you guys are younger and, and kind of kind of learn Ready along to learn, with Bach. Nate. I'm excited. Um, Nate, obviously, a graduate of Virginia Tech. He's he's moved here to work. He's he's really knows his, his stuff. And that's why we have him on. He's good uh, with a lot of the, the the recent Oscar stuff. But what can you what can you expect out of a guy um, that that isn't wasn't born and raised here, and so hasn't been told <laughs> the story? Uh, so we'll go ahead and the tell it. The story of Husker with football. him. History lessons with uh, with Bach. Yeah, basically history, history with Bach. <laughs> and we start in 1993 because that's this the start awesome. of the basically a five-year run for Nebraska that may be the best five-year run in college football of all time. Uh, for some context, here's how the story is going. This is now Tom Osborne is in his 21st year, has never won a title. A decade before, in 1983, he had the chance to win a title if he would have just settled for a tie. He could have kicked a field, uh, an extra point, tied Miami. Nebraska was number one at the time. They would have got the title. Instead, he uh, take, wants to win. He goes for two. He gets knocked down. Miami gets the title. He doesn't get his opportunity. Uh, until years later, um, lots of stuff kind of went into this changing of the defense and in, in, in recruiting different athletes, more speed to, to blend in with Nebraska's uh, homegrown talent. Uh, but 1993, Nebraska is coming off a loss to Florida State, actually, in 1992. But they do feel pretty good because they've got a – Hot freshman named Tommy Frazier, uh, who as uh, who started about midway through 1992, um, had some national television type games. So there was a little bit of hype for Tommy Frazier going into this game. Also, by the way, 1992. Maybe I should have just started 1992 just because that's interesting. But uh, they played a game in Tokyo against Kansas State and won that's that one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of cool. I didn't know little that, side fact there. Uh, but 1993. Um, so Nebraska, probably not the most dominant of this five year run, but the start of it for them. Um, you could always go down the the list too of play of the the assistant coaches were the same they didn't they didn't lose guys you know the the uh, the, the Tom Osborne coaching tree stuck around so Charlie McBride Turner Gill uh, Ron Brown Kevin Steele of course Frank Solich all those guys uh, helping out uh, with this Nebraska uh, starts the year in number nine in the nation never falls out of the top 10 as they win game after game after game uh, including a 14-13 win over UCLA in the Rose Bowl uh, closer games uh, you know beating Kansas State 45 to 28 um, pretty close game with number 20 Colorado they won 21 to 17 all the way up until playing Oklahoma their old rivalry that they used to do um, in you know on Black Friday and they beat them 21 to 7 setting up undefeated Nebraska uh, into the national championship game the Orange Bowl back then this was not the BCS time so um, they still had an opportunity to to play in the the Orange Bowl here and uh, for so for some context what for going into next season by the way West Virginia was also undefeated they didn't but they were not allowed to go Auburn was undefeated uh, West Virginia played in a weaker conference Auburn had a bowl ban so those teams didn't get to go Florida State lost actually on the on the one of the final games to Notre Dame 
Notre Dame looked like they were going to take their spot. They went and lost the next week. So Florida State gets in at number one. They're a 17.5 point favorite against Nebraska in this game. 17.5? They're, they're very much the favorite really? um, going into this game because Nebraska had a, tri- a history over the last six, seven years of going to Florida, playing these bowl games, and getting blown out against Florida, Florida State, Miami, those type of teams um, because they didn't have the speed to keep up with them. Um, Nebraska, however, uh, thanks to in part to a guy named Trev Alberts. Oh, yeah. Who uh, who won his uh, the linebacker of the year the Butkus Award that year uh, was a first team All American I think he had I'd have to go back and look now I think it was like four sacks against the Heisman winner Charlie Ward in this championship game to Florida State um, Florida State Nebraska had a few plays that that Nebraska fans would love for review to be around they had a, a, a clipping call on a on a punt return touchdown that would have gave Nebraska a lead in the in the first quarter I believe maybe second quarter. And uh, they called clipping. There was no review. There's nothing could be done about it. Uh, so that took away some of Nebraska's points. Florida State also fumbled at the goal line um, and got in and, and get into the end zone. They called it a touchdown. In modern day, they would have reviewed it, would have called it uh, a fumble. Nebraska would have recovered. So Nebraska kind of got screwed out of this opportunity. But at the same time, they had a lead late, and then they with a field goal by Byron Bennett, then they kick the ball out of bounds on the ensuing thing to give Florida State a short field. So Florida State ends up taking the lead. Nebraska uh, gets one more opportunity at it. They go, go get about a 45-yard field goal attempt for the win, for the national championship, and uh, it's nowhere close. I mean, it, the kick just wasn't close, so it was less dramatic than you would think there on the kick. But Nebraska loses, and and but still has a, a great season. Obviously, finishes 11-1, number three in the nation, uh, and they go into next year. It sets up unfinished business for 1994, which was unfinished the mantra. Business. And uh, unfinished business would would turn around to be something special. But if you guys have any other memories, let us know. Start a Heyman text line 402-464-5685 about the 1993 Nebraska season. Um, because that's what we're covering today. And then uh, tomorrow we'll go on to 1994. First couple of days of this will be quite fun because, the, of course, there's some titles involved. Um, this oh, yeah. one, you, I mean, who who hates a, a title game appearance, though? That was a very cool start um, for Nebraska. And, uh, yeah, some of the names, obviously, you've kind of looked at the roster. Tommy Frazier um, was was the, the hotshot young quarterback. Uh, Calvin Jones was still on that team, but so was Lawrence Phillips. Corey Schlesinger, uh, we, are, we already mentioned uh, the um, – Excuse me. We already mentioned Trev Alberts. So a lot of a lot of good names to to remember back on that 1993 team. Eric Stokes. Eric Stokes. Even you recognize some NFL I names know, there. I, I recognize a few in there. It's uh, it's. I, I feel like Buck. I'm very excited for this, by the way, and I'm very very excited to hear about Nebraska's history, uh, and their their winning ways back in the back in the 90s and early 2000s. I feel like it might get a little bit depressing. It does eventually, but <laughs> uh, as we set it up, like this, this, this initial one, you know, it, it's it. There wasn't a whole lot to go through. Not a lot of like 1993. For what it's worth, I was three years old, so I'm not the perfect guy to do this. But the storylines <laughs> get quite interesting yeah. as we move on, and I can, you know, kind of throw in, you know, number one song that year and all that sort of stuff to kind of keep hey, it more interesting. There you go. Uh, I believe Whitney Houston had it for 1993. So was, <laughs> now, see, now you got me. Uh, you got me curious. Now you're looking in 1993. Um, but it was kind of cool because it was the it wasn't a time. Uh, I think the previous, you know, Miami had won toward the latter half of the 80s. But um, going into that year, there wasn't a whole lot of um, there wasn't like a dominant 
team, right? So Nebraska was there was kind of open, um, so that was kind of cool. Ugh, uh, I just hate Florida State. That that's yeah. why I don't like ninety three very much. I don't like Florida State. Well, and as somebody points off the text line too, I should have mentioned this. This was Bobby Bowden versus Tom Osborne battling for the first title. Was that game too? Ooh. So neither of them had a title at that. Interesting. Point. Uh, also, nineteen ninety three. I will always love you, Whitney you Houston. Go. And number two. Tag team, whoop, there it is. <laughs> so that's what the kids were vibing to in the locker room <laughs> right. in those days. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> Tommy Frazier was uh, was dancing to some Whitney Houston and tag team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And for what it's worth, Eric Strickland was uh, on the Nebraska basketball <laughs> team. And, uh, of course, uh, he'll see coming up next year on the block. But maybe we'll, we'll also update Strick's career. <laughs> yeah, year, might maybe. as well see if he was listening <laughs> to tag team back in the day. Yeah. I would assume he probably was. Yeah. And there's a great uh, there's a great movie that you're that's going to – that's uh, you're going to be interested in. If you went to the spring game, you saw a preview for it. I, I heard VJ kind of talking about it earlier today on the captain as well. Um, it's, uh, I think it's Day by Day is what it's called, and I'm excited to see that play out. It's about this 1993 to 1997 era for Nebraska football, so I can't wait, and uh, you'll definitely check that out. Uh, as somebody mentions off the text line, too, Charlie Ward was a star dual sport athlete for FSU. Yes, ended up being the New York Knicks starting point guard at one time. I'm a big, tra- <laughs> yeah. big Charlie Ward guy myself, but Trev Alberts ate him up in that game. Uh, we'll wrap it up here. Tomorrow we'll talk 1994 and, of course, a lot more, but coming up next here is On the Block on 93.7 The Ticket.